everybody. Welcome back to the Corey Shred Show. Glad you could join us again this week. Happy Father's Day, everybody. I am Corey Shred, of course, as always, since that's the name of the show. Uh, we're recording a little late this week. Usually we record on Saturdays, but it is Father's Day and the wife is working upstairs in the office and I figured I'd sneak down here and do a quick little show for you guys. How's everyone doing out there on this Sunday morning? Whenever you listen to this, whenever it is for you, how are you doing? As always, I'm doing okay. Another day, another week, another dollar, barely another dollar. Also, we got a lot to talk about this week besides the fact that it's Father's Day and nobody ever mentions Flag Day anymore. Um, 14th, of course, was Flag Day. Friday, which was a celebration of the day that the United States, uh, I say commissioned, what's the word, um, <clears throat> enacted our flag that we have known to love for over 200 and something years that's been changed, obviously. And it's funny, the only time you ever talk about flag days when you're in elementary school, and I honestly don't even remember what we did. It was like, oh, you're a grand old flag, you're a high five, whatever. That's all I remember from it. A lot of kids graduated this this Friday. Oh, God. Um, daughter, 17, she finished high school. She went She went to a, a, a clinical school, day clinical school, so a very small school. Uh, three kids graduated, so three kids, which makes it a very small ceremony. She got to read a speech. Great. Uh, and literally from walking in the door to the ceremony to the refreshments afterwards and out the door in under an hour and a half, and the ceremony started late. So it was great. Very intimate. So you really got to enjoy it. She, you know, he, he, she could have gone to her other sc the school down the street here, which would have had probably two, three hundred kids. And she's like, oh, you know, I should have I could have gone. And I'm like, you know what? It's good. This is better because you got three kids. You're a one third of the graduating class. Plus, you gave a speech in there. You're going to get lost in the shuffle. We're going to have to sit there and wait for all these kids to go through all these speeches. There were some speeches. A couple people showed up and did the speeches. But it wasn't a long, drawn-out, hundreds of people crammed into a small auditorium to watch their kid graduate on a stage way off in the distance. We were literally 10 feet from her. So I think it was better. So one down, two to go, as I like to say here. Oh, boy. Uh, we're getting the pool ready. Oh, that was – I don't know if I told you about the cover being too big and leaves in there. But it uh, it's a lot cleaner than it was last year. We uh, got the filter running almost constantly now, throwing – chemicals left and right and getting rid of the leaves most of the leaves are out the pool looks good it's swimmable it was swimmable before but it, it it looks much better now so i'm so happy that we are got it ready her graduation party is next weekend so barbecues picnics whatnot i should go back to father's day i already got my gifts because you know how my wife is she's like i gotta get you gifts now and i'm like no not tomorrow shut up take them I'm like, all right so Omaha steaks. So we got. So it's like you're gonna cook on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day! <laughs> Thanks. And um, besides that, we got some T-shirts. One says uh, "World's Greatest Farter." I mean, father. <laughs> uh, oh, what's the other one say? Some smartass comment. And then it says, "Then I got a a, a ribbon, a ribbon, an apron to grow with." That says, "Um, I'm here to cook for all you fuckers." <laughs> so, like, yeah. All right, you know, I'm happy with that. That's I, I don't need anything on Father's Day. Just let me do what I want to do. And if it was nice out, I would love to sat in the hammock in the corner and just zonked out with some music playing and disconnected from the world. But I'll find a day to do that. And 
Summer's just barely started and the weather is nice and cool here. But I seem to be babbling on a lot. Oh, I got some stories I want to talk about, too. And, um, you know, try to keep it light and fluffy here. And that's the way I'm going to do it. Uh, we talked about this um, a few weeks ago, or on Average Joe Show a couple weeks ago, or a week or so ago, about this moron, you say YouTuber, and they're all pretty much morons, it seems like, nowadays. This dumbass guy from Barcelona, his YouTube name was Reset, known as Kangua Ren. 1.2 million subscribers on YouTube who was thought it was funny, and he gave a homeless guy um, an Oreo with toothpaste in it. Well, apparently, apparently um, filmed it. And this 52-year-old homeless guy took it. And it's just, you know, he, he was a, he's an ass. This kid's an ass. So he did this thing. The authorities get, get involved. Uh, the, the, the homeless guy said the cookie made him ill and got him, made him vomit within minutes, which, uh, yeah, I think toothpaste and Oreo chocolate. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Uh, so the video earned uh, over 2,000 pounds, probably about four grand in advertising. They charged him a crime against morale integrity. So he's in trouble for that. I don't know if he's going to go to jail or whatever like that. But he has been kicked off YouTube for five years is the big thing here. In order to pay the victim $30,000 in compensation. 30,000 uh, euros, not pounds, euros in compensation. First of all, people need to understand let me let me pause because I got another story with this. I'm sorry. This is a Florida story. Pasco County. If you want to listen to Average Joe show this week, this for this Friday's episode on the 14th, actually the 15th, we recorded yesterday. Pasco County seems to be the whole the 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 bulk of the morons. And I actually lived in Pasco County, and I'm surprised to be to buy that. So there's this teen down in Landa Lakes. It's not the butter, but it's the city. Joshua Hendon, 18 year old. Arrested Thursday facing charges of trespassing and loitering, according to an arrest report, blah, blah, blah. This is a single-family home, blah, blah, blah. Deputies approached him. He jumped over the fence into privacy property, that, that. Um, but what he had done, he made YouTube video tutorials on how to cover up home cameras. Yeah. yeah. People are fucking stupid. I, I, this generation, this, this millennial generation, he's... He's 20 or he's 18. I think the kid was like 24 or something like that in the other story. But the Oreos, I don't see it in the article here. But, you know, the, the one kid gets kicked off YouTube. Another kid shows people how to, to do things illegally, which I don't I don't know about that. It's like a gray area. It's like, how do you, you know, because sometimes you need to know certain things that aren't like upfront. Like, how do I get my phone to to bypass something? It's not illegal, but it's not legal either. It's like. It's my phone. I need to do it or something like that. But this kid, I'm babbling. I'm sorry. This kid here on YouTube that kicked off for five years. People don't understand. Alex Jones is a good example of this. That you cannot rely on another website for you to make money. YouTube is is a platform for you to share your ideas and whatever. You want to make money with it? They give you ideas to make money with it. Um, Crow uh, Crowder? Uh, who has stuff up there, people, he got demonetized. But that's the thing. If you're going to be on YouTube, don't rely on that little banner ad or the little interruption bullshit for you to make money. <clears throat> they got all these eyeballs are like, what can I do? I got to go higher, bigger, better. So I get more eyeballs. The more people that see me, the more money I'll make, the more famous I'll be, blah, blah, blah. No, it doesn't work that way. 
it's the way here's the way it works it's simple if you're going to use that platform you need to figure out other ways to make money you need to have t-shirts you need to have stickers you need to have something that doesn't connect to that website something that you can do externally it might not even be another website online it might be a local company that you use to make them for you you got to diversify your money i grant i make shit off this show so i'm not going to tell you how to do it and another thing too is and alex jones proves this example no agenda show adam with adam curry and john c devore do this don't use their servers if you want to release a youtube video you i'm sorry let me correct myself if you want to release a video on something moronic like that spent you have to spend the money and get your own servers you have to eat <laughs> your local servers or get a, a third party or whatever like that um to do that. Alex Jones is a great example of this when he gets kicked off all the social media sites, but he still has a big following because well, he has the radio show, but he also has his own products. He, he pushes that makes money. So you don't have to worry about banner ads. And he also has his own servers, his own website. Everything is external. There's nothing on YouTube. His videos are not on YouTube. His videos are on his own servers. So if you want to watch Alex Jones videos, you go to Alex Jones website, infowars.com. Not pushing it, but I'm just giving you an example. Um, no Agenda Show, which is an audio podcast where they talk about uh, political things from an un as unbiased opinion as possible. There's always bias in the world, but I'm not saying that. <clears throat> their stuff is on their own servers, too. They're not on a Lipson. They're not on any of that. They have their own stuff. So if someone says, we're pulling you down, you're like, no, you're not. I have my own shit. And of course, you always have backups, and you can move it around if you need to. <clears throat> That's why you don't go... Uh, visit visit me on my website at youtube.com slash my website. No, visit me at my website. And if I have stuff on YouTube, like like these videos are, and go there. But you know what? If they pull the videos down, I don't know why they pull my shit down. There's nothing to pull down here. It's me talking. Um, I have backups. I have audio recordings of this. I have I have stuff. It's Don't worry. I mean, it's like not the end of the world, but you got to realize that. So if I wanted to make money for so youtube you're not going to make shit on youtube you have to have billions and billions of hits of a month to make anything worthwhile you gotta you gotta make money other ways get eyeballs i mean you charge for advertising but i i don't want to I, it's better like alex jones on his website he doesn't have advertisers he advertises his own shit because advertisers throw a bias in there that's what's like no agenda doesn't have advertisers they have sponsors you want to be able to do what you want to do without someone else coming in. That's why you got the network shows. You know, <clears throat> oh, you, you can't say anything about Coca-Cola. We have Coke on the show. Well, fuck you. If Coke sucks, Coke sucks. If Coke did something illegal, Coke does something illegal. I think it's funny, like in the state here, in Connecticut, um, we had the whole um, admission, admission scandal going on. <clears throat> and Yale was part of that admission scandal. Yale, of course, in Connecticut. You know how often Yale was mentioned? Like twice. Why? Because we don't want to. We don't want to offend the locals. Fuck you. Offend the locals. If it happened here, admit it. We aren't the best state in the fucking world. We aren't the worst state in the fucking world. <clears throat> but we have to be honest about that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I just, I'm tired of these idiots. But I do want to talk about something else too. I, I, I love heartfelt team stories. There are great teams out there. And when I see them, I just like go, I want to, I want to talk about it. <clears throat> I want to talk about this story about this kid. Um, his name is, I love it. Uh, Lucas Sil Silverio. 
<clears throat> 19-year-old man. 19-year-old yeah, I'm calling him a man. He's a man. Still a man. He's a kid. 19-year-old man. He, um, in the Bronx, New York, there was a fire that broke out last Sunday in the 16-story apartment building. He helped his grandmother out of the building, and then he ran up to the 14th floor of this building to save a little girl who was separated from her mother. He picked her up, Yasleen McDonald, and tried to escape the flames. The two collapsed and were overcome by smoke in the hallways. Both, of course, were rushed to nearby hospitals, and Burns reportedly covered 80% of their bodies. She had died on Monday, and he died on Wednesday. People like this need to be mentioned in the news more. I, 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 first of all, you think a teen's selfish, selfish little bastards, but somebody like this <clears throat> who puts his life above everything and anyone else's, I don't know. I was thinking about this yesterday. I don't know if I could do that. It scares me. I hope the situation ever comes. If, if, a, if there's a fire and there's a loved one in the house, <clears throat> could I, could I go in there? You know, biologically we're programmed to to save our asses i was never a, a first responder of any any sort so i'm not one of these head towards the gunfire quote unquote situation but i don't know if i could do it <clears throat> i would hope i could but i don't i i don't know i just but somebody like this you know, the fact that he gave his life to try to save a three-year-old girl. Unfortunately, they both perished. But this is the way this kid was. If this kid had survived, it's, he should be a fucking hero. But he, he really is. I, I, You know, he gave his life for that little girl. And even though she died, he's still a hero because he tried. How many how many people can say that they tried? And, you know, I, got, I don't even have it in here. I want to talk about it, though. The John Stewart speech at the, the, the 9-11... Um, first responders fund that every five years that they have to go and get more money for. Well, it comes up on twenty in twenty twenty, and, and John Stewart showed up to a house hearing, house house speak speaking, house hearing on it, and he talks a bunch of front of senators, and a lot of the fuckers didn't show up. And I I got to get their fucking names because these assholes need to be fucking um uh fucking uh basically punched in the fucking face. Basically, is what I think. He gave this heartfelt nine-minute, um, I don't want to say speech because it wasn't a speech, but a nine-minute dissertation from his heart that he was breaking down, and it, it it killed me. because This guy, he's for years, especially I can remember after The Daily Show, after he left that, he was into helping the first responders. Not a gimmick, nothing like that. He made friends. There was a guy named Ray who was a captain he was friends with who passed away a couple years ago. And the emotion, you could just, this guy, I mean, wow. And he went in there with so much anger and so much tenacity. And they are, it hasn't gone to House or Senate yet, but they initially passed the bill for funding to go on to the year 2090. 2090. Which it should. It should cover the lives of most of these people for 9-11. So the people that we talk about running into the fire and running into the gunshots these were these these people were above and beyond that and i'm so glad he did this and i'm glad everyone got to see it this shows you how fucking true american he is 9-11 can't be forgotten i mean it's been 18 years it still affects me it affects a lot of people that were in their 20s and up teenagers so a bit too but not as much i think as us 20 plus year olds 
And it's going to live with us for a long time for the rest of our lives. <sighs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Got a little depressing there. Let's move on to some weird shit. I saw this story this morning. In Finland, there is a, a show. It's called what they it's what organized called the biggest hobby horse event in the world. It took place yesterday in some town. It's an na annual national championship for a sport that simulates the gymnastics element of real life horseback riding. You know, hobby horses are the ho little foam, the little cotton filled head with the broomstick that you ride, you know, hopping up and down. You pretend. It consists of teens and young girls, mostly 10 to 18 year olds, galloping around, prancing their homemade stuffed horses' heads on wooden sticks in the physically demanding competition as over 2,500 spectators watched. Just go find this video of this stuff. This is hilarious. I did not know that there was an event like this. They're talking about the highlight of the event came as one, one of the girls scored the country's new hobby horse high jumping record, leaping over a bar set at four feet, seven inches high. <clears throat> four feet, seven inches high. So it's kind of a weird, I, I just don't know. I don't know. Hobby horses, I didn't really think people actually, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, used hobby horses anymore. I don't even, I mean, they still make them, I guess, but they're more plasticky now than than anything. I don't fucking know. It just, it's, it's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so definitely check that out. Found this fun little article here from the Mirror in the UK. Talk about the joys of the middle seat of an airplane. I'm one of these people that I prefer to sit in the, the window seat. I'm one of those, I don't want to get up and pee. I'm not going to move. You can't bother me. <clears throat> I got to look out the window. I'm in the corner by myself. I like that. But they're saying the middle seat is actually is actually pretty interesting. Uh, according to this article here, they say that people think the middle seat, you, you draw the short straw when you get the middle seat, but they get the luxury of something that other people don't. <clears throat> Both armrests. That's right. The aisle seat passenger has the freedom to stretch their legs and get up and move around when they window please <clears throat> and the window pastor has the luxury of looking out the window and curling up and rest their head on the side of the plane and enjoy some shut eye without anybody bothering them but the middle seat passengers limited to both space and places to rest their head therefore the two armed rest debate should be established plain rule <clears throat> so they have the opportunity to get two armrests you can get zero or two and i think that's an interesting idea that should be an incentive this is my armrest leave me alone i don't want to be bothered you know, I don't place. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a plain person, so I have no idea how to care about that. So it's like, okay, <clears throat> I personally want the window seat. You can have the armrest. Just let me curl up in a ball, fall asleep, and let's play. Pray and get the fuck there as soon as possible. Talked about cool teens. Let's talk about a nine year old here. And I'm t I'm tired of this this lunch thing. Well, let's talk about nine year old uh, Ryan Kirkpatrick. He used his own allowance money to pay the, his entire third grade class outstanding lunch money at West Park Elementary School in, in Napa, California. Uh, she, she, so he asked his mother, hey, can I do this? She emailed the school and found out it was $74.50. So he took the email and came to Ryan and said, what do you want to do? And he said, I guess I can pay for it. Are you sure? He said, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, of course, school lunches there vary, just like here, from $0.30 cents to three twenty-five, based on your income, blah, blah, blah. 
So he wanted to help his classmates out with this. And I'm tired of this. And I've said this before. And I'll say it again. I'm tired of this bullshit with, first of all, kids shouldn't be paying for lunches. You know, you get a free, a free public education. You should get a free public lunch, free public breakfast. A lot of kids don't have the luxury. Sometimes they don't even have the time to eat breakfast because parents do work and they have to take them early or whatever. And they don't have the money for it either. And these lunches are expensive. They're like three something for lunches here. I don't want, that's fucking ridiculous. That should be embedded into the, the the school program. And in here, in the great great city of Bristol, Connecticut here, each school's different. Some schools have free breakfast. Some schools don't. I'm like, what the fuck? It should be everybody gets everything the same. And that makes zero sense to me. So I honestly don't understand how that fucking works. But I, and I'm tired of hearing these stories of people going, well, I didn't, I didn't pay my lunch due, so I can eat a shitty sandwich. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Uh, here's the way we need to make money in this state. Great state of Colorado. Of course, you know, weed has been legalized there. Well, according to an article here, since 2014, the state has generated more than $1 billion, with a B, dollars in total state revenue from the legal marijuana industry. They've made more than $6 billion in sales and over $6.5 billion at the end of May. Six and a half billion dollars in sales since the end of May and a billion in revenue. They're saying, according to this, April and May are the two highest grossing months for the five-year history of the new industry, with Colorado revenues reaching its highest monthly rate ever in April at roughly $24.2 million. Legal marijuana sales doubled from $500 million mark to $1 billion in under two years. Marijuana. A bad thing. You know, I mean... But you're granted, like, oh, you know, it's all drug and stuff. But yeah, I, you know, I, in this state here, like most states, we have a state income tax. We have a sales tax, which is pretty high, six point something percent. <clears throat> so you're paying all that shit. You got to pay taxes on your car, taxes on your house. Uh, insurance is not cheap. The New England sucks for this. Um, and our new, our new governor who promised not to, who it thinks is about doing it, talking about doing tolls to bring in more prop revenue. Okay. Well, <clears throat> let's do what, let's do what Colorado and Massachusetts done. Let's, let's legalize marijuana. Screw the tolls. Let's legalize marijuana. Let's bring in some money from there. That'll bring a lot of money. Let's do what Rhode Island did. Let's legalize sports gambling. Gambling is another way to make money in the state. People. Forget about that. <clears throat> a lot of people that watch sports don't watch sports specifically for the game. They watch sports specifically for the money. There's, I hear lots of stories, and a lot of them, not only, well, the team did bad, say, I lost 50 bucks. <clears throat> How about your team did bad? That just tells you. That just tells you that there's a great way to make money with that, but people don't think about that. Drugs, gambling. That's what we need to do. But now, oh God, marijuana is a bad drug. Well, Colorado apparently doesn't think so. And thank you for the money. Connecticut would do so well. You know, the fucking lottery doesn't bring in money, obviously. Well, that helps the schools. No, it doesn't really help the schools because they're still paying three something a, a, a meal for, for lunch. So explain to me how the lottery is helping the schools. It doesn't seem like the schools don't look any cleaner, any newer. It doesn't look like we have more teachers in there. Uh, better education. So, where's this money going? 
Is this who who gets this money? I have no clue. Makes you wonder. <clears throat> so it looks like Canada is getting on a stupid bandwagon like the rest of the freaking planet. Um, they want to ban single-use plastic as early as 2021. <clears throat> so your plastic bags, plates, straws, stir sticks, cutlery, you take out shit, basically. Prime Minister announced he wants to ban them as early as 2021. Similar action is, of course, California, Hawaii, and New York have done. Um, you're going to fuck us over, aren't you? You're going to fuck us over. <clears throat> I think I think you shouldn't. I was talking about this at work, how we should... uh. How we should um do the plastic thing, like grocery store. I was talking about how shitty the plastic bags are. They get thinner and thinner every year. It's like you put one thing in there, you have to double the bag, so you're not saving money. <clears throat> I think if you want to ban plastic bags, you don't ban them. You don't you don't punish people for using them. You incentivize them for not using them. Go to a grocery store. Sir, if you don't use plastic bags, we'll give you a 5% discount on your groceries. Would you like that? <clears throat> a lot of people bring their own bags. How about that? Instead of saying, we don't have plastic bags, fuck you. How about, sir, would you like plastic bags? Please note, if you don't use if you don't use our bags and you bring your own bags, you get a 5% discount on your groceries. Fuck yeah. I think grocery stores should do that anyway. I have a whole thing on, on grocery stores. I might have to do special episodes on that. I may, I'm going to write that down right now. Grocery stores and bags. I had this conversation with my father a few weeks ago, and I how to... Bring in more people in the grocery stores. Because <clears throat> the whole Walmart thing. So the plastic thing, the takeout, they're like in distant, they're not encouraging people to take get takeout, basically, is what it seems like. But it's crazy. I haven't heard of this burger yet, but this last story here, this is the last story, guys. <laughs> You're like, oh thank God he's fucking shutting up. About the Burger King in Brooklyn. They apparently had a burger, and I've never heard of this before, called the Impossible Whopper. It was available on Seamless, which is one of those delivery food sites in, in Brooklyn. It's a it's a meat-free burger. <clears throat> so, according to the picture, it looks good. I don't know if it tastes good. But it says it tastes just like a real real burger. Well, over the last few weeks, the, the store at 736 Broadway uh, featured the Impossible Burger, 100% Whopper, 0% beef on its menu. At one point, listing it as the most popular item. But they called it the Impossible Burger for a reason, because it's impossible to actually have one. Because it's only available in select cities. But a 35-year-old Williamsburg resident who, who didn't want to go named um, about his, his eating habits, or their eating habits, <clears throat> says he only found it out when he went to the actual store at a later point that they to order a burger and was told they don't sell it. The manager of the Burger King t told this this person that when a customer orders it, they've been sending a classic beef Whopper in its place, asking the driver to inform the people of the swap. But drivers do not, but have not told multiple customers who ordered the Impossible Whopper that it actually contains real beef. The receipt in the bag also says Impossible Whopper, which leads him to believe that it actually is a trendy item. The restaurant's seamless page removed the Impossible Burger last week, of course, and the person inquired to Burger King Corporation and to Grubhub, another one, oh, Seamless actually owns Grubhub, or Grubhub owns Seamless. Technical error. Bullshit. Technical error. You don't do it. You say, we don't sell it. It's an error. We don't 
have it. We apologize for any confusion. First of all, this isn't a, a confusion. <clears throat> this is the um, the the old theory of let me let me do it now and ask for forgiveness later. People buy it for a specific reason. That you know, some people their body doesn't like meat. Some people don't want to eat it. Some people religiously don't want it. <clears throat> anyway, when I order something, I expect to get that. As stupid as it may seem, I expect to actually get that. The fact that they they should have called up. Here's the thing. Here's the receipt comes up. Hi, Mr. Mr. So-and-so. This is Bob from Burger King calling. Just to let you know, we don't actually have the Impossible Burger, the Impossible Whopper. It's an, it's an error on the website. We've been calling them and trying to get a hold of it. Would you like a regular Whopper in its place or would you like something else, sir? Don't say you want to cancel the order. You got to do that. Be proactive. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I just think it's stupid. But then again, what do I know? I'm just another guy that's sitting here with a podcast babbling on. Hope you enjoyed this week's show. I'm glad I got to do it. It's a little late. Yeah, sorry. Like, I'm one day off for all the podcasts. Should be back on schedule next week. Halfway through June. God damn, the year's going fast. But as always, I want to thank you personally for coming and listening to the show. You know where you can find us, right? Sayproductions.com slash Corey, C-O-R-E-Y. That's the website. Check out all the episodes, 23 and all. I'm going to start. I was thinking about doing special episodes when I get a chance. About beliefs and ideas of things we need to change in this country. They they will be numbered, but I think I will I will actually have titles on them. So it's not just the date. It'll be episode number so-and-so. Grocery stores, the epitome of America, or some bullshit. I don't know what it'll be called, but there will be episodes. Because I want to do more to this podcast, and I love this podcast. Sayproductions.com slash Corey. If you go to the YouTube page, sayproductions.com slash YouTube. When I go live, whenever the fuck I go live, you can check it out there. Or check out the video. See my ugly face up there. It's 8.30 in the morning here as I finish this podcast, and I want to thank you for listening again. And if you got stories, you can always reach out to me. Please fucking reach out to me. My phone's right here. Phone's right here. It's got the uh, got the, the email on it. Email, of course, is Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, at sayproductions.com. Corey, at sayproductions.com. And the voicemail is also connected on that, too. It's 774-327-2948-77432. Say it. Just finished watching Men in Black International this weekend. Or sci-fi watcher tomorrow and uh gonna geek out about that it's father's day i don't know what i'm gonna do it's rainy out maybe i should just go back to bed but i gotta finish the show first hope you have a great weekend i'll talk to you next week bye